just three black kings Giving our thoughts to society From politics, sports, music, and whatever subject fits the need We ain't trying to make a grand, we ain't trying to make a band We just want to know who's bands I'm so happy to be here, blessings on blessings on blessings Taylor made life Yeah, Philip Kanye Yeah, Philip Kanye Yeah, Philip Kanye Rocko Shock Welcome to the Who's Man's Podcast What up, there, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Who's Man's This Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Adon, a.k.a. Mr. Taylor Mate. In the building with me, I got my man's Conrad. What's good with it, dude? What's up, fellas? Hope y'all had a uh, a great weekend, because I'm hurting. But I'm going to uh, let the Mr. Nobody introduce himself. Oh, he's a smart guy. Smart guy. <laughs> That's the only part I know. He's a smart guy. <laughs> I like that show. So nah, <laughs> smart guy used to go hard. Okay, it did. It did. They had Beyonce on there. Well, they had Destiny's Child on there, but they had Beyonce on there. They had they had the Fine Sister on there. They had everybody on there. He's a smart. Okay, Ra. Okay, all right, Ra. <laughs> oh man, how are y'all living? How's it been? Kind of that too. Oh man, it was a nice weekend. Uh, I went to visit uh, a childhood friend up in uh, California, and uh, went to LA. Had a good time. My liver is beefing for sure right now, like a lot, because my friend is one of those people that doesn't. <clears throat> He had, I don't know what he what antidote he took to where his liver doesn't beef with him, <laughs> but I want it. <laughs> I hate those people. I hate those I people. Can't stand that. He can he can drink nonstop and tomorrow wake up like he's ready to run a marathon. Like, oh right. okay, so y'all ready? Ready for round two? Like what? Excuse you? <laughs> well if you don't go die somewhere and <laughs> come back to life. Settle right? settle down, bro. <laughs> Like, I got there, uh, I took, like, a red-eye flight. Now I know how you felt, Ron, when you talked about that Uber Chronicle and we're they're in the red-eye you just don't have time to talk to someone and someone's trying to talk to you. Oh, man, I wasn't, that happened. But, so I left Thursday night after work and got to L.A. at, like, 1 in the morning. And I had, like, maybe two, three hours of sleep. And then it was time to drink. That's how it worked. Out. <laughs> <laughs> like, enough for that. Let's go. <laughs> I was like, "What's up, bro?" He's like, "Yeah, you ready?" I was like, "Okay, I guess I don't have that choice anymore." Um, it was a good time. He showed me around LA. Got to experience my first uh, professional basketball game, so it was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, it's good times. Always a good time. How was y'all weekend? I feel like we should add like a where in the world is Conrad portion. Like where in the world is Conrad? Because <laughs> you always somewhere like gassing up the jet. <laughs> you like I'll, I think I'll do LA this weekend. I think that'll no. be great. Uh, must be nice. It's alright, man. We got three new followers out of that visit, though. So shout out to LA. All the new LA uh, followers appreciate it. 
What? Yeah, yeah. So if y'all listening right now, (laughs) go ahead. Man, this weekend uh, I had the 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 best thing happen to me. My my beautiful, amazing, beautiful, smart, intelligent, beautiful girlfriend came to visit me in St. Louis, and yeah, she's listening right now, so, you know, I want to make sure I just say how beautiful <laughs> and, and great she is, <laughs> and I'm so happy she's here, and I can't wait to be done with this podcast so I can go back and spend some more time with her, that's my boo, but yeah, she came into town, uh, she, uh, all because of her, we beat Penn State, Michigan State, go hey, green, hey, love hey, it, hey, go white. Thank you for that, Delisa. Um, because of her, the Lions are going to win Monday Night Football. Thank you, Delisa. Uh, hey, because of because her, of that, Darno's because not going to win. <laughs> Sorry, Darno. Sorry, Darno. And because of that, I'm a very, very happy man. Because you know, life is good. But that was my weekend. How about you, Ron? Man, my weekend was pretty chill in comparison. So. I got through down in Austin last weekend, so, you know, I wanted to try to take a moment to get back to just chilling, so this weekend we didn't do a whole lot. We went out to dinner, home. me and my girlfriend went out to dinner with her parents to celebrate her birthday that's coming up, so Ooh. that's cool. Right? We all get old, like, we get real. Were you at dinner like, why the fuck am I at dinner on a weekend? <laughs> what do we eat on a weekend? Where I'm from? <laughs> Where the drinks at? <laughs> right, exactly. Like, not trying to get drunk. No plans to go to the bar later. Can't wait to get back home and watch TV. <laughs> get washed. Man, you need those days, though. You need those weekends right? in your life. Yeah, it was good to recharge the batteries. You know, got a lot of time to chill. Played the game with little bro. Shout out to him. He just started listening recently. Hey. Hey, what's up, Shout little out. bro? Hey. But yeah, it's all good. I feel recharged. I'm ready to tackle this work week. Hopefully, survive it and do some partying this weekend. Man, speaking of getting old, I told I know we gonna start all over, but uh, <laughs> I ain't, I ain't watched yet. Okay, <laughs> I got a good week and a half left in me. Okay, <laughs> um, but speaking of getting old, I was telling my girl, I'm like, I don't remember the last time that I was at home for a daylight saving time. Like, <laughs> I was always used to being at the bar. To get that extra hour. Oh. <laughs> Man, Man, I had the best sleep, of... though, <laughs> on Saturday. Woo! That was some great A sleep. Man. Okay, that's Speaking it. Because <laughs> we were just talking about that in, uh, in the previous podcast, about staying woke on that. And it got, I was not woke, and it got me. You know how it, it got me? Because I didn't even remember it was daylight saving time. <laughs> <laughs> were you ready to go I home? Just, I, I don't know. It was just like we got back to the apartment the next day. I was like, mm, man, what? Why does your clock say that and my clock say this? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> like, is this a different universe? <laughs> Am I in a different time zone? What's going from on that right clock? Now? <laughs> man. You do gotta stay woke though, because daylight saving time can like mess with your mind. Cause like everybody telling you one thing, but your phone telling you another, and you're like, "Well, shit, did I pay my bill? Or like, (laughs) are they lying to me? Who's who's lying in this apartment? Okay, I pay the bills. (laughs) I want all of y'all to tell me what time it is. 
You gotta have talks with your appliances, all right? Uh, it always gets me if I if I forget to change my uh, watch. So I like look at my phone for something, and then like later on, like, oh, what time is it? I look at it, and I'm like, wait a second, it was just that time a couple minutes ago when I was looking at my phone, and then I finally remember that I had <laughs> forgot to change my clock. <laughs> I promise I'm not slow, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a 26-hour day for God. Right. <laughs> Man. Took a red-eye flight back, went straight to work, and I was just like, oh, my God. Man. Oh, my God. That's how I felt, man. I just didn't want to be there. Might not <laughs> make it. Might not make it. Huh? <laughs> Might not make it, man. Was not trying to have no type of small talk with anyone. And that's when everyone wants to talk. <laughs> that's the time everyone wants to talk to you when you don't want to talk. And of course, it was. Are you okay? Uh, no, Janet, I'm fine. Right. <laughs> Why well, gotta be Janet though? You gotta be Janet. <laughs> no, Steve. I don't want to talk to you. Okay. Damn. Oh man. Anyways, wrong right, thing. Right, let's go ahead and get down to business. <laughs> so. We got a few people we want to call out and talk about tonight. I feel like it's a lot of stuff going on. Definitely a lot of negative stuff going on up here, but we're going to try to keep it on a little bit, somewhat more of a lighter topic so we can have a little bit of fun tonight. But just know we, that there's a lot of stuff going on, and we send our sympathies out there so everyone who's going through a hard time, whether it be any of the recent major tragedies or whatever's going on in your personal life. But before we get into it, well, let's go ahead and get into it. So I want to call out. Somebody who we talked about recently. I just want to talk about him again real quick. We ain't got to spend too much time on it. But Tyrese just continues to keep his names in the headline. Like, every single day I feel like we wake up. And there's another post, another video, something. And the one specifically I want to call him out for is this one that he had on Instagram. It was like yesterday or the day before. It might have been yesterday. Where he claims that Will and Jada Smith, you know, the Jada Pinkett Smith family, they gave him. What was it, $5 million? Did you guys see see how much it was? Yeah. So he claims they gave him $5 million to, you know, to get his, <laughs> his whole ordeal straight. Like basically, it's to get your life together, <laughs> which is an amazing gift. Like, I wish I had a friend like that. Like, <laughs> right? <y'all>, Look. <laughs> but, <laughs> y'all like that. Cool. I'm struggling <laughs> for $5, all right? <laughs> you call me for $5, I'm like... Well, why do you need it? Okay. <laughs> what exactly happened? You talk a timeline. How did we get here? Okay. <laughs> all right. I need this money back before the first. <laughs> do not make me find you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so he yeah, gets on Instagram and he claims that they gave him $5 million to get his whole, you know, legal situation to take care of. What we need to do to get his life back on track. And the only thing they asked for him was, you know, just stay off the internet. Keep it to yourself. Do what you need to do to get your life right. So Tyrese took that money, <laughs> shook their head, walked outside, and on the Instagram account. I'm like, hey, y'all, check it out. <laughs> That's what you know. As soon as he dead door closed, he was hopping on Instagram to tell everybody about it. Like, come yeah. on now. Security he probably had his fingers crossed and everything. Like, yeah, I'll be quiet. I'll be quiet. Yeah, I ain't gonna say nothing. I ain't gonna say nothing. Right. It do. Hey, low key, it do look like he be typing all his posts with one hand behind his back. That's how they come out. Right. I mean, we don't even know if what he's claiming is true. I don't think they've confirmed anything. Which, if 
and I don't know why he would make that up, because it's not like they wouldn't just come out right and deny it immediately. So hopefully, it's nothing that crazy. But even still, with all this going on, I don't know if you guys have seen some other stuff he has going on. I just feel like maybe we need to even start looking at, is everything all right with Tyrese? Because, man, I'm really starting to get concerned myself. I agree. There's like, it's <laughs> a lot. There's a lot going on in that man's mind that we don't know the true the truth about, and like, of course, there's a lot of behind the scenes, behind closed doors that we don't know about. Um, but from what we, but from what he shares, there's a there's a lot going on. Cause one minute he's happy, one minute he's sad, one minute he's calling out random people, one minute. Because the only reason I believe the whole $5 million thing is because Will Smith and Jada might be the most private people. And, like, I, you don't, you rarely hear much about them in the celebrity gossip or pop culture. So the fact that they pay him $5 million to get him stuff together and be quiet and be private, I kind of believe that they will do that. And he just straight up literally just was like, all right. And just... <laughs> so that's why I believe that he got that money because... That's, I feel like that's what they were probably telling like, yo, like, we're going to give you this money and just, just, just go somewhere. Like, you know, take off your phone, relax, you know, talk to someone, you know, find someone to help you out. And Tyrese over there, just like, you right, Will, you right, Jada, like, you right. And then, obviously. But let me post this real quick. (laughs) (laughs) But wait, there's more, (laughs) like. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I just but... I just feel like I, I I if you follow Tyrese, if you can if you can bear through like bear with following Tyrese, you know that he's going through some personal trials, and we don't have to get into that. And we obviously send you know well wishes to him and his family. I just wish that he would take it off of social media, and I understand like. Oh, I don't understand what it's like to be famous. I want, you know, it would be nice, but <laughs> I, I was, I was, I was. <laughs> I don't I understand what that's like, and I, I'm sure you probably don't have, you know, people that you trust or that you you can go to and and talk about your problems. Um, but I can guarantee we're not those people. Like Tyrese, I, you know, some stuff we shouldn't know about him because we're not. You know, we we don't have like a personal relationship, and I just feel bad because he opens himself up to like all these jokes. I mean, he's been going through some legal troubles. He opens himself up to more trouble there, and he thinks he's doing the right thing. But it seems like every time he thinks he's doing the right thing, he ends up like saying a bit too much or doing too much or saying the wrong thing. Or uh, I just wish he would. Um, I, I, I hope that he takes the advice of Will and Jada and whoever else, because there's been a lot of people online saying, man, hang it up, log off, forget your password, whatever you have to do. I just hope he, he kind of listens to that and uh, takes some time to himself and to his family to try to figure it out. Yep, that's all you can do. I mean, kind of crazy how that links up with our past episode of having people to talk to and how different it is like we have these celebrities that we put on a pedestal and think they're like heroes and you know they're untouchable but they have serious life issues that the the regular 
person that's not making millions of dollars has. So it's important. So Yeah, I think that's definitely a narrative that we need to really start being more vocal about is that people, I've seen so many comments about Tyrese and even other celebrities when they talk about things they go through and people just come at them and like, oh, you're rich or oh, you're doing what you love. You have nothing to be sad about. People really need to understand that no matter how well you are financially or how great things may seem on from what you see in those headlines, everyone got to struggle. Everyone may feel like they're not doing enough in some regard. You got to start accepting that even though they may be doing, even though they may be doing things you wish you could do, there's still something going on that's torturing them just as much as you feel tortured. I mean, we all go through stuff. Um, it just, I mean, the fact that you see them on TV, you see all the nice stuff that you think they have. It don't mean nothing when it comes down to like how you feel or what or everybody has like the same situations that they have to deal with with money or without money. It it, it hurts the same way. Um, I, I really hope that if he is going through something, he is. I saw what I loved what I don't want to say I loved it, but what I liked that came out of the situation, I saw so many celebrities like posting under in his comments like man call me like hey you got my number call me hey i tried calling you please stop doing this call like i saw like dj envy charlemagne yeah it was a lot of jokes out there but everybody had the same common theme which was hey if you're going through something you know me man you got my number i have your number pick up the phone like let me know what you're going through, and I'll be there for you. Um, and I, I thought that was really cool to see. I don't think as many people reported on that as they did, you know, him crying or him making some, like, outrageous videos. I saw one video of his where he had the cameraman, whoever it was, in, like, a pool while they filmed him. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I said we weren't going to do this, but film. <laughs> Filming him in the pool while he was talking about whatever he was talking about. And I'm like, who are who are you in that pool? Like what like what type of what's going through your head? Like, why am I here? I only came over here to get something. Why am I wet now? Like, why am I wet? Like, what happened? Man. I got a random question for you guys though. So, last week we talked all about, you know, hey, you can add us, which is very, very true. What would you do if, like, a celebrity, though, came at you and said, hey, I, I, I need somebody to talk to, like, your favorite celebrity? How would you handle that? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, what what could I say? I, like I said before, all I would do is just be like, all right, I'll talk you. You talk, I listen. What am I going to tell a person who makes triple... Than me, they can do whatever he wants. I feel like that's all you can do. I'd be first of all, I'd be like, "Oh, me? Like, damn, really?" I would, um, I would probably, I would probably pass out first, and then, <laughs> oh, Janet, then, <laughs> let Janet or Obama or Oprah call me. I'm passing out immediately. And then I hope I can, I hope I would come back to, like, when they get into their point on why they call me. <laughs> so that I can act like I was there the whole time. But in the meantime, I'd be like, who, who is this? 
Oh. <laughs> I feel like I I feel like I would make that sound too. Oh. <laughs> Ron, what would you do if Sean called you? Or Look, first thing, it would take Kanye. it probably would take about a good hour to convince me that you weren't trying to catfish me or scam me somehow. <laughs> obviously here I'll be sitting here quizzing. Alright, so on your fourth album Fifth song. What was the third? <laughs> and then he'll get it right, and you'll be like, "You're something else," you know. Well, we're Beyonce at? Huh? We're blue. <laughs> Give me blue. I know blue would tell me the I truth. Proof. <laughs> oh, so you blue, huh? <laughs> so if you somehow got me to believe that it actually is one of them, well, I probably would just say that after some for some reason reaching out to me, some neighborhood Negro that they ain't ever met before that. They just want somebody that can relate to them on like a common personal level. So I'm just gonna try to put out there, hey, I may not know exactly what you're going through, but I can understand how it makes you feel, and I probably have felt something similar in the past. And then, you know, either try to say, here's what helped me, or here's some things that you can try, or even just say, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm here for whatever you think that I could do to help. Just treat it like a normal person at the end of the day. That's, that's probably what they're looking for. Yeah, that's the kind of <clears throat> random thoughts that go through my head. <laughs> what would I do? <laughs> my favorite celebrity just call my phone. Like, how would they get my number one? That would be creepy. I wouldn't even ask either. That's the bad part, right? <laughs> I would just think, hey, yeah, I got everybody's number. <laughs> my number out there. Right. <laughs> Uber got it. The Domino's got it. You can get my number. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to the next topic for tonight. Who we got up next on the list? Hey, so I got this story, and Ron, this is uh, near and dear to you because you live there. Uh, I don't know if you know this lady, though. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I've never met her. (laughs) So we're talking about Demetria, and I apologize if I pronounce your last name wrong, but Obilar? Obilar? Obel. Obilar. Okay, I apologize. I already said that. Uh, But Demetria is a news anchor in Dallas. Uh, She works for Channel 8 News. I don't know what what the the letters are that they use, but hey, you should watch her. And, you know, Demetria didn't do anything but show up to work. Okay? That's all Demetria did. She showed up to work. She talked about what she had to. And she went home that day. Okay? But this story is really about Jan. And if you don't know who Jan is, you probably should look her up. Her name's Jan, J-A-N. It's simple, like her. Uh, And her last name is Shed. (laughs) S-H-E-D-D. You take some time and look up Jan and, uh, you know, pray for her, okay? Don't be rude to her. Pray for her because she's going through something. Jan woke up one fine morning and turned on the news and said, look, I'm going to watch the news to see what's going on in Dallas. And what she saw was Demetria, this 26-year-old African-American woman who is an anchor for this news channel (laughs) and, and, like I said, does her job every day. But Jan said, no, not on my watch. Will this black woman... Not well, on this my black watch. not on my watch. Will this black woman look happy and look the way she does on the news? Jan said, and I quote, "This woman 
Look, well, I don't know what she said. This woman, but she said, "Are <laughs> you gonna on that quote and then put your look, own words?" Look, but, oh wait, did I'm a little loosey goosey with my quotes. All right, <laughs> this is a size 16 to 18 woman, and she's wearing a size six dress, and she looks, and I put this in quotation marks, ridiculous. Jan, Jan, girl, you know she don't look ridiculous. Demetria look good. All right. Uh, hey. I hope she ain't here. Wait, I gotta be careful, y'all. She out there. She listening. Uh, my girl. <laughs> Demetria looks like a grown woman. All right. She looks like she eats all of her vegetables and that she works out twice a week. All right. And everything is in the right place. And if you've seen a black woman, you know what I mean. She got everything you know going for her. Okay. You know what I'm <laughs> And Jan did not like that. Jan said, my body don't grow that way. <laughs> Jan said, Jan said when, I, when I wear dresses like that, they don't fit that way. Jan said, I can't fill out my outfits in the way Demetria can, and I don't appreciate it. So Jan got big mad, like Chance the Rapper said, big mad. And said, look, I'm going to stop watching the news until this lady dresses more appropriately. Jan, let me tell you something. You don't need to watch the news, okay? You don't need to watch the news. You don't need to watch the sports, the weather channel. You don't need to watch nothing because you're a hater, all right? And what I want you to do is pray, okay? Because you got something going on with you. You and Tyrese got something going on with y'all, all right? And I want y'all to come together. This is a moment where you both can come together, look to the Lord, and say, hey, I have a problem, and I don't know why I'm being a hater at this moment, but I want to be better, okay? Because Demetria didn't do nothing wrong, all right? Like I said, she showed up to work, she did what she had to do, and she went home. It's not her fault that she looks better than you, and better than any other woman (laughs) that you've ever been friends with. That's not her fault, all right? You should be mad at her mama, probably. And you probably should be mad at, like, her 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 lineage. But you ain't gonna be mad at Demetria for just doing her job. What do you guys think of this story? I feel like it's so crazy that uh, Jan thought she was gonna write her little Facebook post and that the news was gonna be like, you're right, we should not hire this lady because her body is <laughs> better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> we were we will only hire women less than you, Jan. That's what we're gonna do from now on. <laughs> That's a way to get viewers. What do you guys think? I think Jan has no, I think... <laughs> Go ahead, Ron. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I think I think Jan has way too much time on her hand, first of all, because she didn't have anything else to be mad about in the world on this day. So she decided that like what you said, I'm just going to get mad at this woman that's on TV because she feels like the way she's dressed or her body is not fitting to what should be on the news. But I don't know, I just don't, it's just it's just petty and sad at the same time. Like, you really have to go searching for something to be mad about. <clears throat> so in order for you to do that, you go and shame someone else. And, hey, it doesn't matter because... <laughs> Dimitri is going to go back to work, looking beautiful, making her money, doing what she what she went to school to do, 
to tell Jan's oh, I'm gonna be careful self <laughs> Jan self the weather cause cause Jan's probably going on there trying to find a way in the first place and I'm like just let people do their job there's nothing there's no reason just cause you gotta wear granny panties and you know what never mind okay Conrad <laughs> we did not have to go there never mind my bad I apologize <laughs> Shout out to all the granny panty (laughs) wearing women out there. Nothing wrong with that, okay? We see you and we love Okay. (laughs) You know, I would wear them, you know, because they they got space. You know, you got to have space. Uh, (laughs) Go ahead, bro. No, I don't have um, too much to add on to addition to it because, you know, I agree with you guys that she did nothing wrong here. She was doing her job. But did you guys see that picture that was floating around of old girl Tommy Lorraine wearing pretty much the exact same dress as her? And, like, I don't believe anyone said anything to her when she did it. But, I mean, I understand circumstances were a little bit different. But I do think it kind of highlights how same situation and there's only one key thing that's different. And you get completely different reactions to how we see the woman. And, Tommy, you will never, ever fill out that dress like Demetri filling it out alright ever. ever that's probably why no never, one noticed ever 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 <laughs> <laughs> like oh look you you have old clothes Demetri come through it's like damn I never do clothes look like that well that's, that's how they're supposed to look well hey but it reminds you guys remember like maybe a year ago when that teacher was being she was all over social media because yeah I do. her shirt was a little too tight jeans were a little too tight do you think that hey there are uh i don't know how to say this but like times where you should like i guess dress to shield your body or your attributes if you will so what you're saying like like what you're saying is like if you're a teacher and you're teaching these young kids that you shouldn't wear something that's more fitting of your body type? Or or if you know, like, you got a lot to work with, and you, like, oh, God, this is, I'm going to get in so much trouble. You got a lot to work with in all the right places. Like, should you at work, like, work against that and say, hey, I'm going to do everything I can to not show that? I mean, I don't feel like that's... I mean, I feel like you should, but at the same time, I don't feel like some some women probably don't have the choice. Like, that's how their body is built and made, and they're going to wear They can still wear professional-looking clothes, but it's just going to be more, it's going to be fitting with them. And I just don't think that, I don't know, it's it's hard. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that one. That's a tough one. I mean, I do feel like it is definitely tough to fully, you know, kind of make a blank, blanket statement about it, but... When you're a, a woman or even just a person and you have a certain body type, you can wear clothes that accentuate it. You can wear clothes that kind of hide it. So th- there is a choice you can make about whether or not you want to, you know, put it out there and make it even front in front and center. Or do you want to kind of, you know, just, hey, it is what it is. I can't hide it. But, you know, I'm going to wear what fits comfortably. And I think there's a line there that when you have certain professions that you got to figure out how do you tiptoe across that line. And I think teaching is one. <clears throat> so do you think it changes the fact of the way they pose on social media in those attire because i remember with that fourth grade teacher the way like some of the pictures they showed her in her classroom she was she was flaunting in a way yeah 
And that's where it gets real tricky because I don't think it's ever like public, it should ever be public court or social media court who, you know, gets to make the decision about whether or not was appropriate. I, I was fully against her being circulated across the internet like that. But at the same time, she put herself out there like that. Like, she had a public profile. The pictures were out there for everyone to see. So, uh, I'm not an expert on that one. I can't really even say how I feel about it. I'm still kind of digesting that. It's hard, though. Like, I mean, look, you've been... You've either been blessed with this body or you've worked hard for this body. And let's face it, some people pay for that body. Like, but... I mean, as long as, I guess, you're covered up, and and when I say covered up, like, okay, you're not showing, like, excessive cleavage, or, you know, you're not being unprofessional at your at your job, I feel like, hey, you can't help it that you were built that way, that would be, I mean, I would never hear of a guy, I've never, ever heard anyone come at a guy for wearing a shirt that it's too tight, or, well, other than, like, friends, like, talking about you, like, boy, why you got on that medium shirt, but, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> look, if you work out, and your shirt fits you the right way, hey, by the way, I worked out today, yeah, uh, but your shirt <laughs> fits you the right way, well, that's, you can't help that, like, I can't help it that I fill out this shirt, and other people don't, I've never heard a guy, like, get complaints about it, but it seems like every time, women uh go through the same thing it's like oh my god you have to stop them or fire them or reprimand them in some way and i don't know that's just not fair i mean it's definitely not fair because i do think that it gets taken people take it too far but at the end of the day we gotta accept that we're built differently so there's gonna be differences in the way that we're, we're treated look man she's nigerian She's eating that jollof rice. And jollof rice <laughs> is doing her right. So you know what, Demetri? Do that. All right. <laughs> That's that jollof, man. It's fire. That's that, that jollof. Get the, get your West African friend, man. Make hey. you some jollof rice. Long story short, Jan, Jan, we want you to get some jollof rice. All right. Okay, you Jan, need it. That's what you Jan, want. Get you some jollof. <laughs> But Demetria, <laughs> Demetria, we love you. We support you. We hope you have a long career at the Dallas uh, News Channel, and we hope you make it even bigger. Jim, you know what? We love you, too. All right? Yeah, I said it. We love you. And we know maybe you were having a bad day, or maybe every day is bad for you. And maybe you 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 just need some jollof rice, like Conrad said, okay? So go get that. And do better, okay? And we'll be here for you. You can add us, okay? At Conrad, he'll tell you where to get that jollof rice. Or at least tell you how to make it. No, better yet, you go get it, because you might not season it the right way. So go get it, okay? <laughs> go do that, Jim. That's your job. All right. Oh, man. All right, we got one more person we need to call out tonight. So let's go ahead and move on to that one. This guy. Well... We, we see him a lot in the news, um, entertainment. He's had a plethora of names, and I mean plethora, a plethora of names. Um, but I'm going to call him by his, what his mama call him. So, Sean John Combs has decided to bless us with a new name. And uh, 
if you all don't uh, don't know all his names, he started out with Sean John Combs, <laughs> and then he went to Puff Daddy, and then he went to Puffy, and then he went to Pete. He went to P Diddy. Then he was like, you know, I'm gonna get rid of that P. He went to Diddy. So now he has two new names. And uh, what was it? Yesterday was his birthday. When was his birthday? On uh, Sunday the 5th. So on his birthday, he came out and was like, you know, he's been praying. You know, the Lord spoke to him. And uh, he decided to change his name to Love, a.k.a. Brother. (laughs) (laughs) A.k.a. Brother Love. And he will no longer answer to Puffy, Diddy, Puff Daddy. That's a lie. You know, damn right. Everyone is going to call you those names. <laughs> hey, bro. No, Diddy's low-key a boss. If he says I'm not answering to that, he's not answering to that. And you know hey, everybody going to be petty and be like, Diddy, Puffy, Puff Daddy. Oh, you all hear me? Because <laughs> I would. Oh, I, just, I just picture him laying on the stairs like, during those awards and just waiting for him to be called by love before he can move again. <laughs> right? Just, just <laughs> lounging. <laughs> But man, I just had to call him out. Enough is enough, bro. Like, come on. I hope you stick with this one, cause I can't imagine what next the next name will be. No, I hope you don't. Like, no, ain't nobody. Look, I ain't calling you no damn love. <laughs> uh, you said Kyrie. Look, I'm man. Call him Sean, so I'm gonna call him Sean. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> um, if he was gonna do, he should just name himself uh, Agape. That means love, so like just but love? Come on, bro. But hey, if y'all see if y'all see your boy Diddy in the streets. <laughs> Look, uh, uh what's his name? Biggie said you puff. That's gonna be your name from here on out, okay? <laughs> that's why I know you. That's as far as I'm going, alright? And you ain't gotta answer me. I'm good. <laughs> you don't know me, I don't know you, but I'm gonna call you Puff, alright? That's well, we already know, we already know. B Shock has different identities, so I'm not gonna ask him. But Ron, if you had to choose a different name, would you change to anything? Ooh, what I what, what I do? <laughs> you, you just dropped this on me. I wasn't ready. You usually do this too. Sometimes Ron will come out of nowhere and be like, "Hey, you guys mind calling me this?" I think it was Coach at one point. I was like, "If you're gonna, if you're gonna sit your oh, black ass no, down, what is it?" <laughs> Change, change, change his group. Some coach. Change the group message. His group message name to commissioner. Right, and then nobody oh, yeah. asked you to do that. <laughs> okay, those are different. Those are just nicknames. I expect y'all to call me by my group name. I just, you, I, the thing is, like, I'll watch something on TV, and like they'll call him coach. I want to be called coach. I just change my name to Coach Taylor. <laughs> Ain't coach nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Hey, can y'all call me Coach for... No! Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where the hell we got that from. <laughs> like, ain't no laws in these grooming streets. You can change your name whenever you want. Ain't no legal process. <laughs> and he don't even warn you either. It'd be like, that's thing you know, you hear somebody talking like, well, who the fuck? Who? We got a new member? <laughs> Commissioner Taylor. Excuse me? <laughs> nah, we good. And then I spelled the word wrong. <laughs> you did. I did it. You spelled it so wrong. 
I was like, I'm gonna let him live. Whatever. Enough the hell out of it. <laughs> hey, yeah, fr- I'm like, can you delete this? Yeah, friend, don't know how to, how to spell y'all, but this is new day. <laughs> so. uh, all right, let's keep it moving. We done with this one. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the next section of the podcast. And this section, we like to call it "Drink to That." So this is where we go ahead and take a moment to send shout-outs to, to anyone who we feel like we want to show a little bit of love to for doing something good or doing something that we think is dope, you know, doing something we want to show some support to. So I'm going to kick us off with it today because I feel like somebody has been greatly disrespected and I will not stand for it. I will not sit here and, and let people diss the Jay-Z and, and make these rumors <laughs> and graduations. <laughs> That's right. I'm back at it. Back on the pedestal. <laughs> but yeah, I say I talk about Justin Timberlake and uh, Janet too much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I have reasons though. People, they came for him for no reason. So for those of you who may have seen the headlines over the past week or so, there were these rumors going around that the 444 tour was just doing horrible. They were saying that, that tickets were getting sold for six bucks. Sales were down overall. He was missing shows. Okay, he was super late to that one show. I can't, I can't cover him for that. He was like three hours late that one night, so that did happen. But overall, when when it comes down to the real numbers, the num- he just well, he didn't release actual numbers, but he has publicly stated that the first few shows have sold way more than any other tour that he's ever been on. It sold, and right now he's on track to make more money than ever before from any of his other tours off this tour. So all the rumors you may have been heard, dead him. Kill that noise. It ain't true. Jay-Z is still making great albums, great music, great tours. I'm going tomorrow night, so I can't wait. We got to report this early because there was no way I was going to let this get in the way. <laughs> I skipped all I just skipped all this. Y'all would just be hearing the concert in the oh. background. <laughs> Welcome to Who's Mess. <laughs> I'm here live at the Jay-Z yeah, concert. Introduce myself. Well, I here. Wait, not oh, only is that so made up i hate that that's a new thing that i'm gonna say it this generation does like they feel the need to like make up stuff about well-established acts like i've heard that about i didn't hear the jay-z ones i only heard how well everything was selling and he started off on like it's been sold out everywhere i know i couldn't get tickets to some of the shows i was looking at um but they, I've, I've seen that with, like, they've done it with Janet. They did it. They even did it with, like, Beyonce uh, when she went on that stadium tour. And they did it with, uh, it, it feels like they only do it with those who are well-established and not those who are, like, new and upcoming. Like, no one says that about Drake. No one says that about, uh, of course, Drake's the only person I can think of right now. But some of y'all, <laughs> other people y'all no like. Kendrick, like, yeah, they don't say it about Kendrick. <laughs> but like, where do you even get? Like, where do you even figure to come for Jay Z as as a touring act? Like, he's one, he is the best selling hip hop artist touring act of all time. Go look it up if you need to. I, and I can't believe I'm coming for I'm repping uh, Jay Z right now. But uh, <laughs> to me, he's the the best performing hip-hop act. If you've never been to one of his shows, you probably should, so you can see how your fave is less than, especially you, Drake. You know, I was at that concert in Chicago. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, this man. Everyone was there. This man has redefined hip hop. His wife has redefined pop music, if you will. He was just selling out. He his last two concert tours were stadium tours. Like I don't even understand where anyone could make up something that he's having trouble. His album debuted at number one uh, with one of the highest debuts of the year. I don't even know where people can make up this stuff. That just seems weird. <clears throat> you just made you just made Ron cry. Uh, with all the support, just one tears coming out my eye. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> dude. Hey, but you know what must be amazing is that like when you actually are these people and you know how your stuff is doing, like Jay Z, Janet, beat it. They already knew that they were doing good. They didn't need. They don't care what we think. They were sitting back, counting their paychecks, like, okay, laugh it up. <laughs> I'm doing just fine. <laughs> that gotta be a good feeling. That dude, you don't even care. <laughs> Right, because you can, you know, they got like people in their entourage, like, dog, you ain't pissed off. They like, uh, boy, I just signed your paycheck. Are we good? (laughs) What you worried about? (laughs) I'm not worried. (laughs) Now look, come on, gas up the jet (laughs) so we can meet Conrad in L.A. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, who else we got? You want to show some love to tonight? Hey, my drink to that. It's to the entire nation, all right? Tomorrow, Tuesday. We're recording on Monday, if you haven't, couldn't tell. Tuesday, November 7th, is Election Day, okay? And a third of the country, one-third, 33%, is having elections tomorrow, okay? If you don't know if your city, your state is having an election, do me a favor Check out our friend Google, all right, and see if your state is participating. If they are, do a little bit more research to see who's running, what they're running on, who do you agree with, whatever it may be, and go out there tomorrow and vote. It's so important, okay? Let me tell you how important it is. (laughs) I was about to call something real bad, real bad. (laughs) Yeah, I see who in the White House, all right? You, well, well, I should say you, you see who's not in the White House because he's never there. He's always golfing somewhere or saying something stupid somewhere. Um, you don't want that. I promise you, you don't want that. So go out tomorrow and vote. I'm in St. Louis. We have a special election there. Conrad, I know you guys have you have a really important governor's race there. God, please, please, please go out and vote, okay, and, and make an informed decision. I prom, please do it. They're saying this is going to be the lowest turnout of any, uh, any special or any election. So I really hope you guys uh, prove them wrong and that you guys go out there and do something different. Well, I just thought about it. By the time this comes out, it'll be over. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let you live. I'm gonna let you finish. So let me remix this a little bit. If you did not vote, okay, and you heard me say all that, I hope you feel, I hope you get bubble guts, all right? And I hope they last until 2018, okay, and that you're ready to vote in the 2018 elections because those are even more important uh, uh, happening next year. So either way, if you did vote, thank you. If you haven't voted, do better, all right? That's all I got. All right, all right.
So let's go ahead and move it on to the next section of the podcast where we bring up our closing topics. So for those of you who may be listening for one of the first times, our closing topics section can really be about anything. And then what we're going to talk about tonight, maybe some of you probably wouldn't have ever expected us to be talking about. But hey, y'all ask, so we're going to give our opinion on it. So if you do have anything that you want to comment on that we've already talked about, you want to throw in your two cents, you agree, disagree, or if you got something new you want to bring it to us, we got a lot of different ways you can get in contact. You can hit us at the Gmail inbox. We you can hit us Who's Man's Podcast at gmail.com. It's W H O S M A N S at pod, uh, podcast at gmail.com. Um, we're on Twitter or Instagram, Facebook, all of the above at at Who's Man's Podcast. We are looking at it. All three of us check it out. You can get at us that way. You, you can send us a message or leave a comment. Whatever it is, we'll see it. Or, you know, just text us. If you got our numbers, hit us up. We, we you know we're taking all types of suggestions. So, as I mentioned, tonight's going to be a topic that may seem a little bit random. Maybe like seem like something that you wouldn't really expect to hear, give our thoughts on. But let's go ahead and talk about it. So, this the reason this came to us is because Conrad recently had a conversation where he got into, you know, a little bit of a debate about this. And it spawned this question for us. So, the question is, I was, I'm going to lead, lead the question and give you a little bit of background insight into it. So the question is, should straight people flood gay bars? It seems like a very random and broad statement. So let me give you a little bit of, a little bit of background on it. I think they were kind enough to give us a little bit of insight into what the, um, you know, why they came up with this question. So it says, you know, you, you define a gay bar as kind of like, hold on, let me pull it back up, as a bar that caters to an exclusive and predominantly clientele of the LGBTQ community. So places for them to go. And this is a designated area that is meant for them. Now, if this place is filled with heterosexuals, this person says, who are instead curious about the experience, then does it still qualify as a quote-unquote gay bar, or is it just another place that the majority of people are taking up for their own benefit? If a gay person is going to a gay club hoping to look for someone to get closer to or you know, speak or spark a romantic relationship with, and all they are met with are heterosexual people who are just going because they want to, you know, see some, play to hear the good music or hang out with pe- their friends or whatever, does that dilute their experience? So, let's just jump into it. What are you guys' thoughts? What are you thinking? Well, I totally kind of disagree with this way of thinking. Like, to me, if, if, it's a, if it's a gay bar, someone, let me, let me flip it, Okay. If you're a heterosexual person, you are going to a club, whatever it may be, and your goal is to link up or hook up if you're lucky enough with some person, it doesn't mean that you're guaranteed to get anything out of that night. So just because a straight person then goes to a gay bar, it doesn't mean that, hey, my your chances are any less likely to hook up. It just means that, hey, there's a straight person at a gay bar. Just like there are gay people who go to straight bars. or Well, I don't even think there's like a... I don't know if you can call it a straight bar. But if you're going to link up with someone, that has every everything to do with you. It has nothing to do with the other people who are there. So I just find it weird that people think like, oh man, if there are straight people at a gay bar, you're taking away my chances. No, like, it has everything to do with what you present and what you offer to those people you may be interested in. I said this before, hey, if if if, if you're not a cool person, because I'm not going to talk about nobody's looks right now, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be nice. Uh, if you're not a cool person, 
and people don't find you cool, then hey, you probably are not going to be lucky that night. But hey, if you are cool and other people find you cool, well, hey, there's there there's that much it's much that much more likely that you're going to find somebody who is willing to uh, interact with you. How about that? What do you guys think? Um, well, for me, I yeah, I don't agree with this statement. Um, just because, well, the question was saying that should should straight people stop flooding gay bars? That was a question, right? Yeah, you can kind of frame it that way. And to me, I don't feel like. I mean, in the mature. In majority, I don't see. I don't think like there's straight people that flood the bars. I mean, a gay bar, and I don't know how you can tell if it's a flooding of a. Oh, here come the straight people coming into the gay bar. Be ready, prepare. Or like, I don't. I don't see. I don't see how that like comes together. But for me, is that this is a a place whether it's a predominantly a lesbian bar or a predominantly gay bar. There, this is a place for that community to come to and be feel feel open and be able to express themselves, um, and at the same time engage with people um, who are also there to enjoy themselves. And if they're there to get lucky, they're there to get lucky. But that doesn't mean, like Brian said, that they're gonna get lucky. But for me, I think it's also an opportunity for those who aren't bike curious or those who aren't. Um, uh, homosexuals to get to know these people in their in their community in in a safe environment that um they're at and i don't know if listeners if you haven't experienced it i mean i i, I live above uh a gay bar and the people there it's a lot of fun going to those bars it's no different than going to a bar down the street for owned by a straight guy or whatever and it's just when you go there, your whole intention is, I'm going to this bar to get a drink, dance, meet new people. Okay, if you're a straight person and you're going to a gay bar, you obviously know what your intentions are. And especially if you're hanging out with your friends, you're going out to hang out with your friends, have a good time. So necessarily saying, if you're straight, that you shouldn't be going to a gay bar because these people are wanting to be more themselves and and I don't think that's the point of that I think it's more of a point of having a community where they can um, express themselves and be free while welcoming other people who want to be have the same exact fun as they are doing and get to know them be friendly you know because if this was a script that was flipped and we see it every day like you get those things of like um we have like predominantly black bars or whatever but it's not saying that because predominantly black bar that these white folks should not come in you know check it out it's put there as an establishment and if white folks come to check it out and have a good time and see that you know they might learn something (laughs) about our culture whether it's about music whatever whatever it is when they get to meet other people it's just a safe place for the black for black people to be there to come and enjoy themselves and be with people that look like them but at the same time welcome others to come. So if that question was formed that way, it almost come it almost come off like a racist comment saying like because you're not gay you're not allowed to be here. And I don't think that's what it's coming off to be. It's more of like this let's just let you know that this place you're coming into, gay people are welcome. They're loved. But at the same time, that's not 
at the same time, we're not saying you can't come in here because you don't, you know, you're, you're not gay. We're just letting you know that this is an open place for us to be free. And we expect you when you come in here to be to have fun just like with us and to be able to be free and do whatever you want and enjoy the time and then go home. You know, that's the whole point. So I don't I don't know. I don't, I don't agree with the statement saying that, sh- that straight people shouldn't flood gay bars. I think it's an establishment open for people to come who are welcome. That's why it says most of the time it's an open gay bar. Open saying that it's open to people. But Yeah, I like how you said that. It's it's open to people to come and be themselves, which is not the case at, you know, it, it, look, I have some very special people who are, uh, who mean a lot to me, who are identify as gay and who are gay. I should say, and um, they always tell me, like, hey, you know, if I go to a bar or a, ran- a random bar with predominantly uh, straight people, they don't feel like they can be themselves, all right? They always feel like they have to hide a certain part of themselves, and they don't have to do that at a gay bar and uh, or a gay thing night or anything like that. I've seen many bars do... Uh, different nights where hey one night is dedicated to the lgbt community one night is a ladies night one night is salsa night country night whatever it may be um and to me that just means hey you are welcome all right that you are welcome to be who you are when you come here uh if if you so choose to uh so i like how you frame that but ron i'll let you talk sorry no go ahead if you got anything else you want to add on it well, I think my only other thing is, like, I, I I just love what Conrad said around it being like, hey, this is your community, all right? And you are, you're coming into a space where these are your people. And, yeah, there I, I've never been to, like, a, um, like, you would never see, like, hey, this is a black people night. But you know those places where, hey, if you go there, you're going to be around predominantly black people, all right? And I've seen, I've been there with like some of my my friends who are white, and they're nervous when they walk in there because they're like, hey, don't nobody look like me, and I don't know what might happen. But I always tell them like, hey, this is just a place where we feel love, we love each other, and we feel like we can be ourselves here. We don't have to have to feel like we have to act a certain way to be a part of the majority but we can just be ourselves and you should feel that same type of way and i've never had i've never ever um had one caucasian friend who's left one of those nights and not felt like it was one of their (laughs) one of the most fun nights ever i'm thinking about a few of those nights which were pretty crazy but (laughs) it's always fun because it's it's really cool to be in a space where you can totally feel like you're being yourself and that you have support there and you have people there who who honestly don't care what you do. You just are, hey, if you want to go dance and, and 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 pop lock and drop it, well, hey, that's you. Go do it. If you want to go sit on the wall and, and look around, that's you. But guess what? We all respect the fact that that's what you want to do. And, and that's kind of the way I look at it. I look at at those a part of the LGBT community who have those spaces where they say, hey, this is our space. We're going to invite 
anybody's welcome, but just know when you come in this space, we are all free to be whoever we want to be, and everybody's gonna, you don't, I mean, you're gonna respect us for that. Like, I feel like that, I feel like that's cool, because we all want that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I disagree with you guys to an extent, but maybe if I frame it for you this way, maybe you will kind of see where I'm coming from. Maybe you would or may or may not disagree. So let me ask you from this perspective. So you mentioned like they make the, they made these communities or they made these bars for a reason because they felt like their community needed a place that they could feel like they could be themselves and be safe. And I feel like that it's important that we allow them to continue to have that space to just themselves and we don't need to be infiltrating it because yes, it's open to the public. Like, yeah, you're not going to say, oh, you're straight, you can't come in here. But at the same time, if one day they show up, to, they start showing up to these bars and they no longer feel like they're in a position where they're in a predominant place where their community is being represented, then it just starts to feel like any other bar. And it doesn't necessarily hold that same relevance in their community as it used to. It just becomes another place for, for people to go. And yeah, maybe a little bit more open-minded than some of the other ones that don't have to have that history, but it still takes away from what it used to be, which was a safe place for someone in this community to go or be around all people who, or at least a bunch of people who felt and expressed themselves in similarly to the way they do. And one thing I would compare it to, the way you brought compared it to race, is like imagine if our HBCUs, which are open to white students, and yeah, they can go there, but if 20 years from now Morehouse and Spelman are predominantly white institutions, we're going to feel some type of way about that. I feel like we would feel some type of way if they lost who they were. So there is a tradition... There is um, a, a way of, of 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 acting. There is there are rules. When you go to HBCU, you have things that you have to follow. I, it, to me that 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 is what sets an HBCU apart from any, uh, I guess, non HBCU school. Being a person who was the biggest fan of Morehouse and wanted to go to Morehouse and was accepted to Morehouse, could not afford Morehouse. Uh, <laughs> what I appreciate, <laughs> what I appreciated most about Morehouse was, hey, if you are willing, if you agree to come to this school, then you agree to to act in the way we're, we're telling you you're going to act. You agree to stand by our rules and you agree to honor our traditions. That's regardless of what skin color you are. I would like to believe that regardless of the makeup of the school, that Morehouse will always stand true to that fact. That, hey, a Morehouse man is always going to be these principles or these be- they're going to display these behaviors. Regardless of what color you are, you are agreeing that you're going to stand by that. So I think like, hey... Uh, any type of club or any type of group, they're open to everyone, but they're just saying, hey, I'm going to put it in my terms. Don't come here with that bullshit, all right? <laughs> if you agree to come here, you agree to party with us, you agree to to uh, interact with us, then, hey, you're going to respect us. And if you don't want to do that, don't come around here, all right? And I I don't see anything wrong with that. But I think there are two different things there when you think about it that way. Because, yes, if those principles will stay the same, but the experience that a student's going to get when they go to that school is going to be completely different if they're going to an all-black or a predominantly black school versus a predominantly white school, even if they are being taught the same principles. That experience is not going to be the same. 
And if that's what you're looking for, whether it be going to an HBCU or going to a gay bar, if you're looking for that experience, yeah, you may still get some of that acceptance, but you're still not getting the ex- the experience you're looking for. You're not around the people you're looking for. You're around people who aren't necessarily for the same things you're looking for. So I you get think- your example. I do. I'm sorry, Conrad. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I get. I see your example as well. But I, what I'm thinking about this is, just based off this question, I guess is what I'm trying to look at now is that. Let's be honest, a majority of people that are going to go to a gay bar or lesbian bar are messed with that community. Like, it's rare, to, it's rare to find someone in line at these places and he's like, what you doing here? I don't know. I don't really like coming here. I just come here. Like, <laughs> and I'm not going to find that person. So I'm just saying, I just feel like at the end of the day, the majority of people who are going to be at these, at these places live and breathe in that community they are that community and they're no matter how much no matter how much you think about it it's if you're not of if you're if you're heterosexual you're still going to be a minority at these places and and when when the word when they say flooded i don't it's it's really hard for me to see that because one of our the way our society looks at a majority of communities so the people who come to these bars that aren't um they're I'll say allies of this community are here because they love these people and they enjoy being with them and are there to support them no matter what. But if you're trying to go out to a bar and get lucky, those percentages are the same either way to me. And the fact that if I were to walk in into a predominant lesbian bar that I would get shunned because, you know, well, you're a guy here, then ain't nobody gonna be messing with me in the first place because I'm the dude. <laughs> like <laughs> So if you're taking yourself out there, I just I just don't see. I just don't I just I don't agree with the statement saying that straight people should stop going to gay bars or, or stop going to gay bars less. Because we're interrupting their niche. Because I don't think that's what it's I don't think that's what it really is about. Like, because they like we we're just gonna say it's their community and they want to share their community. Like if you're coming here, this is what's happening. Like right. And once we step once we step in this atmosphere, you're either gonna love it, and if you don't love it, then I know you won't be coming back. But it, so, I mean, look, well, let me. I'll I'll share kind of my experience. All right, I've been to a gay bar before. All right, my dear dear friend Johnny, if you're listening, I love you. Look, he had a birthday. Uh, this was probably like three four years ago. Um, and he said, look, I want everybody to come out with me for a night. He didn't say where we're going. He just said, look, come out with me and you're going to have fun. And we went to this place in that awful town of Ann Arbor, Michigan. Um, but (laughs) we, if you don't know why it's an awful town, then, you know, you, you, you should listen to more episodes of this podcast. All right. But he was like, come out for a night. And then when we found out, well, when I found out, I should say, he was like, yeah, it's a gay bar. I was like, all right, I've never been. And I was a little nervous, all right, because I had no idea what I was walking into. When I tell you that it was a fun night because <laughs> the drinks were cheap and the music was good. And I was like, did nobody, nobody cared. Like, it was like. It wasn't like, I guess in my head, being from 
East Detroit and and not knowing many gay people or having many gay people in my family, I didn't know what I was going to walk into. I thought like, oh, you wear a, oh, they're going to put a sign over you and say, hey, this is a straight guy. Go after him. No, no <laughs> one bothered. No one cared. No one bothered me. I was with my group of friends. We got way too messed up. My liver hated me like hell the next day. But it was just a normal night out with way more dancing, to be honest with you. Like, I learned a few dance moves that night. But nothing, like, I didn't mess up anybody. I didn't, no one came up to me and said, why are you here? No one even said, like, no one came after me. Like, it was just a normal night out with all of my friends. And I feel like if more people saw it or experienced it, they would realize that, hey, it it's just like any other night that you would go out with your group of friends. It just so happens that, yeah, it's probably predominantly one set, and they probably are all attracted to each other. And if you're not attracted to that one set, then you're probably <laughs> not going to be... Uh, you're probably not going to find anybody if you're looking to hook up. Like, that's a weird place for you to go find someone. But you're just probably going to have a good time and 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 dance a lot. And your feet are probably going to hurt at the end of the night. But, like, there was nothing there that made me feel like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm messing up someone else's night. Or my night is messed up. Or somebody's bothering me. Or I feel uncomfortable. It just felt like, hey... You agree that when you walk in these doors, you're going to respect everybody like you should respect everyone. And you're going to just have a good time because that's the only reason everybody else is here is to have a good time. Um, So that's my experience. I don't know if that changes anyone else's thoughts or if you want to hear more, but I don't. I want to respond to something that Conrad mentioned earlier, which is that you mentioned that you don't really see how you think that, you know, these bars can be overrun by you know the straight community, but I think that's something that could easily happen, and it's really just another form of gentrification. Like if you have a people in one community, and they're all all like you have a neighborhood full of a community, and let's say that community was like the LGBTQ community, and then people who are not inside of that community come into this neighborhood, and they're bringing the money, they're bringing the revenue. Businesses are going to start catering to them, so what those people used to go to to find that sanctuary may no longer be there for them. And comparing it back to race again, because that's the easiest thing for me related to. If I'm a black man and I want to go to a black neighborhood so I can find me, go to a bar and find a black woman, but when I get there, all I find are a bunch of white allies. Yeah, that's cool that you guys are all allies to my community, but this is not what I came here to look for. I came here for people who are part of the community that I'm in, and I feel like that's the kind of the, the threat that they that they may feel may happen to their communities. But I guess whose problem is that? It's a problem for the people who are in the LGBTQ community who may feel like they could be losing their sanctuary when those type when like when quote unquote straight people flood their bars. But what I'm saying is, so if you think if you're telling me if a bunch of straight people go into a, a bar and they take over that bar, what? And so the reason they came there and had fun was because of the gay people. They didn't because obviously the straight bars they were going to they weren't having fun, right? So what I'm saying is if they take over that bar. The, the whole experience that they even was starting to attract them there is not there anymore. Exactly. So therefore, they feel like they lost their sanctuary. Now they have to go find a new place, which may or may not exist. But you I feel like... Saying... Go ahead, Conrad. Oh, I'm go sorry. Ahead, well, I feel like you know, the thing we're, we're not talking about or we're not mentioning is within the question is the fact that, hey, 
the goal is to hook up with someone or to find someone to hook up with. And we're kind of, like, making this whole thing, like, very, like, oh, <laughs> like, sexualized. Like, oh, my God, I got to find somebody to hook up with. When the truth is, like, if you think of, like, why, okay, why were gay bars created? Why were different theme nights created? It was all meant to give those people who identify in that manner a safe place to enjoy themselves without the harm of someone coming in and, and, and hurting them or or being rude to them or anything of that sort. Like, the fact that there is gay theme bars or theme nights in the first place is like, hey, you when you come to this place, you're going to find people who are supportive of you, who love you, and who don't care about who you love, but only care about having a good time. And I feel like any person who goes out to any type of nightclub or 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 party, if if they have any other intention other than having a good time, then yeah, they're probably going to be disappointed because you are kind of setting yourself up for failure, in my opinion. So, I mean, what it sounds like it comes down to, to me, is that are you, and I'm saying this in the general terms, like, either you're a person who believes that these places should be open and integrated for everyone and accepting, or you believe in they, that these communities should have their own places where they can just be with each other. And I'm kind of, I'm leaning towards the camp where they should be able to have these places to each other that we are not a part of. I say everybody should be respectful of everybody. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's a given, but I think that they should also still have their places where they could just go and be with each other. And I mean they as in whatever community feels like they needed their own place. Okay, so let's say like so, so, you so have a friend that. though, but you have a friend though who you like my friend who was gay who wanted his friends who were not gay to come and enjoy a night with them. He wouldn't be able to do that if it was only for like if they say hey I don't even know how you could police that but hey only gay people are allowed in this club then that person's not gonna have as good of a time as they would have if everybody was accepted. Well, yeah, and I mean, yeah, it's impossible to keep certain people out for those type of reasons, but I think at the end of the day, it it should be a concerned effort to say, hey, this is a bar that is meant for the LGBTQ, or this is is a gay bar, and we're going to keep it this way forever. Like, we're not going to make it a bar that's meant to be for everyone. And yes, we accept everyone, but at the end of the day, this is a bar for gay people. And I feel that's what it is, though. I feel like that's what they, they do now. They're not changing anything. But that, They're not making it different. To I think the reason that this question came about is because those type of things are at a risk of being lost. The same way that their um, other communities lose their places. I think that's one of the things that we, we may not we may overlook when it comes to thinking about uh, what's the word gentrification. It doesn't just necessarily happen to you know just a poor neighborhood. But I guess There's other communities that could be impacted the same way. I guess how would you even know though? Like how would you even find out? Like if you if you are if you are at a gay club or whatever, like how would you, how would it, how would everyone find out that you are not a part of that community? I think what happens is that if the the overall neighborhood and that overall community becomes less and less a part of the community that that bar is servicing, they notice their business starts to go down. So they stop catering their business towards those people and they start saying, okay, well we don't want to be a gay bar anymore. We want more customers so we're going to start making sure that we're more open to not just being a gay bar anymore and that's how they lose that identity 
I can see I can see where you're coming from, but also same. I'm not saying it's a reach, but at the same time, I feel like it's it'll be it'll be tough to do something like that. I'm not saying it will never happen. I think it happens all the time. I don't think it's, I'm not saying it's never going to happen because we there's you hear stories about gay bars being raided and all that stuff, but they're they're still there for their people, and they're still welcoming others. And I'm st- I'll, I'll stick to the point of saying that it's a community where they're where those people want to come and enjoy themselves and be with their people like them that are doing the same thing or within the same um, interests or whatever it is and are also able to bring those that are different from want to teach them to show them like hey the stereotypes you have about gay people are, are not all true or whatever you're saying about it. it's like we can have fun we can enjoy ourselves we can you can be here and I'm not going to hit on you just because you're a dude or because you're a lesbian and I'm a lesbian, you know? It's just, it's just, we're here. And I think that's, I don't see where it's an issue or saying that, that we should stop, you should stop going there if you, you should respect it by saying we shouldn't go there because that's for them and we don't want to ruin it. And I feel like you're blocking yourself away from meeting people. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't go with your group of friends or Brian shouldn't have went with his boy, but I'm just saying that we do need to make sure that there is a concerned effort to allow communities to have their preserved spaces, which is maybe not what the question was touching on, but it's what it made me think of. I get that. I just, I just, I stand by the fact that I wish everybody would respect each other and you, you really wouldn't even have to have, in my opinion, you wouldn't even have to have like dedicated places for people to enjoy themselves. If everybody just respected each other because then it would be hey no matter who you like who you are who you love whatever it may be we can all exist in the same place and that's the ugly fact about this is that you have to face the fact that there are a lot of hateful people who do not allow people to be who they are or love who they love and that's why these uh those people who are hated against have to create their own spaces. Like, if everyone would just say, hey, we're all people and we all are different and I may not agree with everything, I may not be like everyone, but I respect the fact that they're all here and we're all going to enjoy this space together. Um, The fact that, you know, we don't have that today is why we even really have to have this conversation. Like, it shouldn't even be a thing. It should be like, hey, everybody is welcome. Everybody come in and everybody have a good time and love who you love and go after it. I feel like I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm uh, talking about, like, some freaky situation, but I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, I just wish that everybody had a chance to, like, just say, hey, this is who I am, this is what I do, this is what I love, and you better respect me because of it. And then we just go, like, all right, cool, dope. All right, fine. Let's all do it, and let's play some dope music while we at it. Probably Michael Jackson, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think about I it like this. I disagree with part of that, but I gotta, I mean, we can save it for another day. Yeah, I, the only thing I can think about is, an example is Boys Town in Chicago. In Chicago area. Huge, huge, huge gay community. And straight people flood that community, go through it, you know, experience everything, but it hasn't, like, lost its touch of its people. 
So like, well, how close are we to that community? How much do we really know about to say that statement? I'm just going off of based on what I see and hear, and being within going through that town, you know. So I'm just saying, speaking that from my personal like experience. But based on that question, it, it was just saying straight people are flooding gay bars and taking advantage of what is there and enjoying what is made for people who aren't supposed to be straight. And I think and it should be like basically saying that maybe we should stop doing it because we're there's other places for straight people to go to, which is true. But I just doesn't think it's I don't think it's wrong for other people to. So is if that's the case, are gay people not allowed to go to those other bars? No, nah, I don't think that, that's not what that's intending. I, but I, feel like I it's think it is. That, it is. It's because, the same thing because I, the example was saying, I, if I'm a gay person and I go to a gay bar and I'm my whatever goal is, you know, I'm trying to find someone here and get lucky and I get turned down by seven people because they say they're straight, then I lost my benefit of why I was coming here because this place is where I'm supposed to come to. I probably meet someone. So if you're a gay person going out of that community and going to a place where it's, you're the minority, which is usually what the, you know might be the case, and you try to hit on someone, so they shouldn't be there because that's not their community. Yeah, but, I've heard this you know, story. They, I think that's a little bit of a reach on it. I've heard this story a few times from like coworkers, fem- or women coworkers who are bachelorettes or part of bachelorette parties. A lot of their parties go to gay clubs because they do not want to be hit on by men right but what i've never heard is like uh what i've never heard is like oh man we got in trouble because now all the women who were looking for other women got mad at us for being there they say no everybody just has a good time and we can actually have a good time without you know being hit on if you will by straight man so i feel like that's another example like where it's just everybody respects each other i still can see how that could be a problem for someone like i completely agree with that viewpoint like if you go into this bar looking for something and you get there and now you are you're finding our bridal showers i can definitely understand why someone would be pissed about that i don't get it's like i said before, i just don't get I don't the, think that they should keep them separate yeah i just don't get the part you're where it's like oh if i walk in here I should, it almost feels like you're saying you should be, not you, Ron, obviously, but this person or this example is saying, oh, I'm guaranteed this percentage of success, but because you are here now, you are taken away from that percentage. No, that's nothing to do with me. That makes 100% sense, though, if you're being real. If you go to a gay bar with 100 gay people, then there's 100 people in there that may be interested just based off sexuality. But if you go into a bar and only 25 people are gay, then it's only 25%. That's, I mean, that's just pure numbers. Your chances go down. It is, but it has nothing to do with the... It has nothing to do with that person being there. It has everything to do with you. You could have went into a club with 100% straight people, and everybody think you ugly and think that your attitude is poor. And they're like, no, I would never date you. You can't, like, I mean, that has every... It's but you has, go to this bar because your chances are supposed to be better because it's supposed to be for your people and you get there and it's not. It's the same thing you find at every other bar. But, I can totally understand why you'd be pissed about that. 
I guess we're just looking at it differently. I feel like it has everything to do with you. If you want to go out and seek somebody to have a good time with, then you probably should present yourself in the best way possible to those people you are interested in. If they're not interested in you, they're just not interested in you. Like that that their their sexual orientation, the the location that you're at, like that's not their fault. That's all up to you as to what you're presenting. That, see, that doesn't make sense to me, but we just talking in circles at this point. So I'm go. <laughs> I think we should leave this to feedback from the listeners. Hey, if you out there this question. If you out there and you've been going to the club lately and you've been coming home empty handed, zero percent in it, you know, write out to us, all right? Uh Ron's <laughs> gonna give you our email address. And let let us know what's going on. Why do you think you hitting zero percent? And if you if you listen to this episode and now your excuse is that it's too many people out there against you, nah, that ain't gonna work. <laughs> Come with something correct. All right, let us know. Let us know what you've been facing because we probably can help you out. You've probably been saying the wrong words. You've probably been wearing the wrong outfit. You've probably been wearing the wrong cologne. And you probably ain't wash your ass. That's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why you're not getting what you're looking for. All right. Oh man. All right. So before we get on up out of here, we got one last thing we gotta check up on us. Uh, hey. How these hockey teams been hey. doing? Hey. Well, my team so, just won in uh, overtime. So ahead. I said the DC Capitals just won in OT. So you know. We're on a three-game winning streak, climbing up that Metropolitan Division. Must be nice. Hey, it must be must be uh, fun or or exciting to uh, have to root for every victory that you guys scrap up, because when you root for the St. Louis Blues, you know we just win. Okay, we're eleven and three for the season. We're four and one. Over our last five games, okay? Winning is the thing we do, okay? If we were to go to a club, you know, we would probably be around all winners, okay? <laughs> That's just what we look for. <laughs> so, I hope I, I, I hope the same. I don't hope the same for your teams, but hey, I wish you knew what this felt like. Ron, how, how those uh, Dallas people doing? I mean, it's it's been a rough week. I'm not going to lie. We have not had the best success so we played three games since the last time i talked to you guys and two of them were against the jets and i don't even really don't even know who the jets what city they are i'm gonna find out but whatever whatever city you are i don't like you okay because they beat us twice and actually once was while we were just talking they just got to beat them so how dare you the stars are not looking too good right now but we will bounce back we will rise towards the end we did get one win this past week against the Sabres, so shout out to that. We're going to come back, all right? So don't don't count us out. I'm looking forward to our head-to-head matchups. No, you're going to my calendar for those. Because I got, I got you guys December 19th, you Dallas Stars, at your place. Going to be a rough upset, but, you know. And then I got the blues. We're going to make you be feeling the blue on January 7th. So. <laughs> I 
I mean, hopefully they agree with you, okay? Because <laughs> they hopefully they show up and try to show out because <laughs> the Blues don't like losing, all right? We've lost three times. We tied. And let me just ask y'all this. For all y'all hockey fans out there, what's up with the tying? Like, how do you tie? Like, that don't... They don't. I don't like that. Okay, we don't do that. Where yeah, I'm from, used to that. <laughs> I like winners. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to be equal. Okay, I want to be better. Why do we do that? I don't know what happened, but do better. Okay, <laughs> Blues. That should be eleven and four. Okay, I want to rhyme with four. Okay, not a tie. God, I could go. Like I feel like <laughs> soccer. Don't soccer players tie? Yes. Yep. All the time. Zero, zero. Well, I ain't going to come for them. They're like the number one sport in the world. But you know what I meant, okay? We don't do that. Serena don't lose. Serena don't tie. Don't do that, okay? Be like Serena. Don't be like 45. You want to talk about your Lions? Okay. You, you always talk about hey, Serena, Lions but you, know, you never talk about the Lions. I don't understand why you have to bring that up. They ain't even the same sport. Like... <laughs> <laughs> talk, about, talk about tennis. Well, yeah, be like that. <laughs> Serena transcends uh, all sports. All right. <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and get up out of here. Carl, hey, want to tell him how to find you? First of all, damn you, Darnold. And you know why. <laughs> I know you're listening. <laughs> you know damn well why I'm saying this. But hey, y'all can catch me out. That fellow underscore Connie. Um, Instagram is Big C twenty two. Yeah, don't forget about our other uh, sites, especially our uh, Instagram page, Who's Man's Podcast. Check out all our little posts we be putting up on there. Um, like them, DM us. Yeah. Hey, have a have a good weekend. Whenever you listen to this, I know we're it's Monday. We're recording. Go out and vote tomorrow. Don't forget. If you're thinking, if you're thinking, damn, I forgot, I should get my absentee vote ballot. It's too late, so next year, um, do better. Uh, <laughs> um, but hey, I hope y'all have a, a good weekend. If you need a weekend to chill, you can do that. Take a nap, have some chocolate milk, some cookies or something. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, because <laughs> I didn't know where it was going. When, when, all right, when, the trail, when it got to the chocolate milk, I'm like, wait a what? Because that's what I'm about to be doing. Some man. of us lactose intolerant. Okay, we can't we can't do the chocolate. Hey, but look, don't man. at me at God, okay? And what I really want for all y'all is for all of y'all to experience a hot shower. Because let me tell you. It'll change your life, okay? You get that temperature just right. You get that rag just soaked up right. I don't know if everybody uses rags. I'm from Detroit. My mama taught us you got to use a rag to soap everything up, all right? But do that just right, and I swear you'll smell good, okay? And everybody around you will be much more happy because you came to work smelling good. Jan, shit, I'm talking to you, okay? I believe that this will this will help you out. You will notice why Dimitri is so happy on, at work. Okay, I love you. I love the Lord, and I love these two guys that I record with. Ron, take it away. Hey, so 
we definitely talked about a lot tonight, and we talked a little, touched a little bit on some communities that we really, you know, we are allies to them, but we are not, not a part of them. So, if anyone out there who is a part of the LGBTQ community wants to come in and give us their insights, we are more than open. If you want to come on and talk to us, if you want to just write a letter and share your thoughts, let us know. Are we way off track? Are we right on track? Can you feel both sides? We definitely want to know what y'all are talking about. So let us know. If you want to get at me, you can get at me on Twitter at TaylorMadeLife. I'm on there every day. I'll see it. All right. We're going to get up out of here. Hey, do it. <laughs> and make sure it's season. Okay? <laughs> hey.